welcome to Between the Trees Business Talk. I'm your host, JJ Holly, President and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce, and with me today is Lauren Jork, our Director of Marketing. Hi, Hello. Lauren. Good morning. How's it going? It's going great. I'm excited to to kick off our inaugural podcast with Woodlands Online. Thank uh, we thank Woodlands Online for hosting us uh, and making this happen. And uh, this is just a great opportunity for us to put some information out about the chamber. Absolutely, excellent partners with Woodlands Online. We love the folks over there. They're doing some great stuff uh, with with technology and social media. They have two new guys with them mm-hmm. now. I know that you've probably met Ben. Uh, he's been coming to our networking yes. breakfast, and they're just a, a lot of fun. So definitely grateful for the relationship. It's good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Woodlands Online has been around the, the community for a long time, so it's nice to have that partnership with them. And we uh, thank them, too. They did uh, a video uh, from Taste of the Town. We had over 3,000 people at the Marriott, 3,000 of our closest friends all having dinner together with uh, 40 restaurants. That was a great time. Uh, we had our uh, sponsors, Bayway Cadillac and Enterprise, uh, Enterprise Holdings, Enterprise Rental Car. They had some great luxury, uh, exotic automobiles there that you could rent. We're an Audi R8 for the weekend, which is fun. But uh, that is always a neat event. We had uh, winners. I can't remember who the winners were. I remember Zanti's was best booth. Zanti's had best booth. Uh, the best appetizer was Johnny's Italian. That's right. Um, they had, I believe they were called the Johnny's Nachos. Oh, I um, missed that one. And, and they were quite popular that yeah. night. And let's think, Entree went the Butler House. Oh, yeah, for the, uh, the Malbec Braised Ribs, which I had Sunday night watching the Super Bowl and at Butler House. Is and it I deserving can see of the why, title? Uh, it's deserving. I, I can see why they won. That was a lot of fun. And nice to see Johnny's get a mention. They're in Shenandoah. Uh, I've eaten there uh, several times as well. Great uh, steaks, and uh, they're kind of hidden there. Uh, in the Holiday Inn. In the Holiday Inn, that's, that's right. right. And uh, they're a great location, and we are certainly very fortunate to have a vibrant restaurant scene in the Woodlands, and it's our pleasure to get to feature them. And one more note about that Holiday Inn. We, last year, uh, the year prior to that, we had our uh, employment law update there. Yes, and we so did. Just to keep it in mind as a place mm-hmm. to, they have great conference area, great staff on hand to help you with all of the AV setup, and that, that was just right. a really good place to host an event. So mm-hmm. go to Johnny's, have your next event at the Holiday Inn. And they hosted our annual uh, meeting and awards lunch, luncheon as well. That's right. And we had, I think, gosh, uh, over 200 people yeah, in the room. Yeah, you can fit some people in there. It's not to, don't count it out. It's definitely oh. a good, good conference space. Good stuff, good stuff. So speaking of conferences, mm-hmm. we have one coming up on February 21st. Yeah, little meeting. Li- just a small meeting yep. of about 700 people. That's right. Uh, at the Marriott, the 34th Annual Economic Outlook Conference. Mm-hmm. The theme this year is... Um, it is, it is uh, innovation, so- culture, <laughs> and its effect on our economy. It's innovation, innovation solutions, That's innovative it. solutions in a diverse there community. I knew it was innovation it and something about That's that. That's what it yeah. is. Well, what, what it all comes down to is uh, we're focusing a lot on innovation and technology and what yep. it means not only just to our Definitely. lives, but what's going on and what's, how, mm-hmm. how's it changing the way that we do business, how's mm-hmm. it changing the way that we secure um, our businesses is a, is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this uh, conference, we will have a panel of four CEOs right. from here in Houston. And they will just be talking to us about some of the advances that they've been making and how Houston's kind of becoming a hub 
a hub for mm -hmm. uh, technology and kind of that's that's something that that at the chamber we're really interested that, that is our uh, one of our strategies uh, for the chamber is that we want our vision is that the Woodlands area and the Houston region in, in particular is mentioned the same sentence with Palo Alto mm -hmm. and, and uh, Silicon Valley and Austin as a great place to have a technology company. A lot of times I think from the outside looking in that people look at Houston as just an oil and gas economy. Sure. And they don't know that... Or healthcare. Healthcare, or healthcare. too. That's a that's big right. one. Is a, you know, I've had people coming from Louisiana. That's I, right. I, don't, I didn't think about it then, but how many mm -hmm. people would get sick or something really... And they would come to Houston. They would that's come right. to Houston, come to Houston. So and that, all over the world. I mean, I've been down there before and seen somebody come, you know, just flew in from Egypt that day to come to the, the medical center for their chemotherapy. And, and it's not only it's Houston amazing. anymore, it's expanded up here to the north. I'm sorry to take us away that's from right. the, the no, Economic right. Outlook Conference, but we really do have to give a lot of uh, a lot of credence to uh, to the health industry here and mm -hmm. here in the area and in the woodlands, uh, too, with the, the Medical Center of the North, is, I think is that's what it right. is officially. We used to kind of joke that's what it was, mm -hmm. but that is now what now. it has become. And the neat thing about both the oil and gas industry and the healthcare industry, and really all they they, they all have, they all require technology. That's a common thread in everything that we do at the chamber. It's what's advanced them. That's right. And what I think what we're going we need to focus on startups because that's important. And there's a lot of neat things going on with uh, with startups. But our existing large companies and large segments of our economy are doing a lot of stuff in the technology arena as well. Like one thing we see with Exxon. And we had the pleasure of going to the Great Houston Partnership uh, annual meeting uh, a couple weeks ago. Great event. Great event. And I uh, love going there because uh, I love hearing what their vision is at, at GHP and how that complements and how we can collaborate in our vision at the Chamber that uh, we see a, a real need for the Houston area in total to take the lead in clean energy. Uh, this is the energy capital of the world, and uh, the energy industry is changing. We're not going to see $110 barrel of oil uh, in probably ever. Uh, we're going to see at some point, not now, but at some point in the next two or three decades, um, energy is not going to be what it is today and what it was in the last 25 years. It's going to be different. Mm -hmm. And if we don't recognize that, somebody else will take the lead. The wave's coming. And we have the people, we have the economy, we have the knowledge, we have the technology. It's, yeah, it's a why here. not. I feel why, like six million dollar man. Why wouldn't it be us? Yeah, it, mm -hmm. and, it, and why wouldn't it be us? And not only should it be us, but I think we have a responsibility that it, that it is us because uh, we have benefited from oil and gas. Yeah. Uh, a lot of legacy benefits. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and, and I think that uh, when you see Exxon, you know, when you see these large multinational corporations, that are centered on oil and gas start talking about clean energy and talking about carbon recapture, which we featured in last uh, Economic Outlook Conference. Uh, our, uh, our luncheon keynote talked about, and he was a former CEO of Shell, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Mr. Hoffmeister, mm -hmm. gave a great talk on how wind and solar is part of the solution, but that you just don't get the same BTUs from wind and solar that you do from oil. And you can still have oil be a clean source of energy, mm. and one of the ways you do that is through carbon recapture. And shortly after that speech, we saw uh, uh, ads on television 
about carbon mm-hmm. recapture. And I thought, oh, it's not just something being talked about in back rooms. Yeah. So it's kind of neat. So EOC is kind of like a preview mm-hmm. of maybe what's to come. You really get that that forecast, that advance, those expert insights that may not be out there. That's right. Just yet. And that's part of what makes this conference such a value. That That's exactly right. Uh, it, we are, it's interesting to see discussions and speeches and, and roundtables uh, or panels have talks about something and then see that become what is happening mm-hmm. in the industry. It really, uh, it really makes our responsibility too to always look Absolutely. at what should be the discussion. And uh, and again, you know, I, I also want to mention our sponsors for Economic Outlook Conference is the uh, Stibson Company right. uh, law firm uh, and uh, Petroleum Wholesale. Uh, we cannot be a chamber without our volunteers and our members and our sponsors. And we are a nonprofit organization, and uh, we rely heavily on our members to pr- help us provide the programs and services that benefit the community. So I think it's going to be a great day. I think we're, uh, we're going to see some very interesting discussions out of the technology panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had the pleasure of meeting Gabby Rowe, who is currently the president and CEO of Station Houston, yeah. but is moving to... A, I think it's kind of a complimentary role as executive director of ION, mm-hmm. which is being funded to the tune of $300 million plus million by Rice University wow. to build that incubator, that technology, that innovation economy. And they're partnering with the University of Houston, who has a new technology program that's specifically tailored to, uh, to that industry. So it's exciting. We, th- we see things going on at Lone Star College. You can get your uh, your certification in in um, uh, in, in different uh, you know Microsoft uh, um, what is it uh, Cisco Systems. You can get certified through Lone Star in that. And Sam Houston State, we have a great nucleus of higher ed mm-hmm. that and yep, you, yep. that's building that workforce so that you can come here and you can have the and you the need that to, to get funnel those. it through. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, you mentioned the University of Houston. Yes. And that is where our keynote speaker comes from. That's right. Dr. Rena Kotor. Yes. She is both the chancellor of the University of Houston system Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the president of the University of Houston, has the dual roles. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot going on. Yes. Yet she made time to come and spend an hour with us and serve as our keynote for the 34th annual Economic Outlook Conference. Very privileged to have her. We're, yeah, and any, you know, it's, I've talked to a few people about, we have our keynote, and they say, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. You, That's I, we right. heard her, it's, we heard her once, or we heard, and it's really, they have a lot of people that I have heard her speak mm-hmm. before are really kind of cheerleading for her and saying, we can't wait uh, to, can't wait to hear what else she has to say. Very smart, mm-hmm. smart individual, looking forward to, to hearing uh, the keynote this this year that that's going to be great uh and she's our, our i believe our luncheon keynote yeah that's right and uh we have to thank uh miss nelda uh loose blair uh with the blair law firm she helped us secure she's on the board of regents at uh okay. so she helped us secure uh dr couture and dr couture uh if you haven't read her bio she has a phenomenal story all right mean, she is from india uh and she uh, in in india you know they sometimes have arranged marriages. So 
uh, and, and this was, uh, I don't know how long she's been married, but it's probably, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Uh, she'll probably get on me for saying that, you know, probably dating her. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not that old, Jay. But uh, she uh, had an arranged marriage, and her husband brought her to the U.S. I believe it was Indiana or Illinois. Okay. She couldn't speak a word of English. She, she's in, a, in an arranged marriage. And in uh, in a new country, and new and, country, and doesn't speak the language, and, and you know, and, and getting married is is, is enough stress is an adjustment for, in yeah, and of itself. Yeah. But she moves here. She starts wow. attending uh, uh, university. Uh, she watches uh, television to help her learn English. So she watched hours of things like uh, I Love Lucy or Andy Griffith's show to help her learn how to uh, uh, learn English. And uh, I'm proud to say she's still uh, married to the to the, the same uh, same man. Uh, they've got I think uh, three kids. I'm not sure how many, but they. She's a really I think when you um, look at success stories, um, uh, people who are immigrants that uh, she's a great, she's a shining example of what can happen if you, if you kind of take advantage of, of the opportunity to be in the U.S. Yeah. But I, I think it's That's phenomenal. That's a big that, deal. You know, an arranged marriage, you know, still married, happily married, kids, uh, obviously doing and wonderful things in the U.S. And she came here as a, an adult. <coughs> you know, it, yes. it's not like, oh, well, he, the, no. yeah, the, the incredible story um, and, and incredible speaker mm-hmm. that, that we have. And she's doing phenomenal things at the University of Houston. University of Houston used to be known as uh, uh, as a commuter school, right? Yeah, and uh, it just it wasn't uh, you know it kind of wasn't looked at in the same tier as A and M or or UT, mm-hmm. and she is changing that. And we we saw she said, look, if our football team goes seven and five, we're going to fire the football coach because we want to be prominent nationally. We want to go to those New Year's Day bowl games, and to her credit. Uh, and I loved Major Applewhite. I thought he was a great coach. He's from UT, a uh, great player, great coach there. And but they uh, they were not a, they did not meet the level of success that she prescribed. Mm-hmm. And so she made a change. And it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And you see all the buildings. Was that just this season? That was last year. Okay. Uh, two years New ago. New coach. New coach. Uh, Dana uh, uh, Dana uh, Holgren uh, came in from West Virginia. Okay. And he had a you know great record there. But he came in, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be neat to see what happens because a lot of people discount kind of the you know the football team is you know non academic, but it is a marketing brand uh, for the university. It, it is a great you know an example with, of that might be the LSU Tigers. Exactly, uh, the national champions. This uh, year. You see, when they oh, have yeah. a national championship, try to get in next Enrollment year. Enrollment goes up. Enrollment, yeah. uh, the applications sometimes increase by tenfold because they see that football team as a reflection of a successful institution. In a lot of ways it is because mm-hmm. you have a lot of things going on and it helps you raise money. And I know you're an LSU Tiger, so congratulations to your LSU Tigers on the national championship. My wife's an Auburn grad, so it's you know it was a rough year for us. But they still beat Alabama, so that makes, that makes it hey. successful. Yeah, there you go. We both beat Alabama. So, but it's 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 neat to see all the things that uh, that's happening uh, at University of Houston, and Dr. Couture is a big uh, big part yeah. of that. Her Tillman Fertitta, she's brought in Tillman. Uh, Tillman has donated a lot of money because it takes dollars yeah. to no build doubt. the facilities to uh, attract the students. It's a part of it, yeah. It's a big part of it, and it but it's just a piece of it. So I, I think we're going to have a great economic outlook conference. We're going to hear from Congressman Brady. 
Will here, uh, hopefully he'll talk about the, the new USMCA agreement, which is the successor to NAFTA. And I think uh, we're going to, that's going to be, when NAFTA was written uh, in the early 90s or past, you know, the internet wasn't a thing. No. Uh, in fact, we all remember Katie Couric asking about, you know, what's this internet? <laughs> and and it's it's amazing now, uh, and I think uh, it's been to the credit of people in D.C. and both uh, Canada and Mexico that they've been able to come together and update that and uh, make it probably a fairer deal for all the parties involved and uh, help the U.S. Uh, sort of regain some footing on a manufacturing scale, but at the same time help Mexico. Because we know we have immigration issues with Mexico, mm -hmm. and a lot of that's because of uh, the economy mm -hmm. and Central America. Uh, if those economies are stable and people don't feel like they have to come to the United States There's to be jobs. successful, if There's there are jobs, places for them to if they're safe, then you know immigration is a complicated issue. Sure. But part of the solution is a good trade agreement with those uh, with all those countries. So, and will that get us there? I think it's a step in the right direction. It's something that, again, immigration is complicated, well, but uh, you can't ignore the uh, the economic side of it. So I'm sure Congressman Ray will mention that. We'll have right. Gil Staley, President and CEO of the Woodlands Area Economic Development Partnership, release his annual large employers report, yeah. which is interesting to see. Last year, 24% of those large employer jobs in the Woodlands area, which includes Oak Ridge, Shenandoah, yeah. And uh, uh, some of the unincorporated uh, sections uh, east of 45. <coughs> but we saw energy be 24% of our um, uh, large employer base, and we saw healthcare at 23%. Right. Maybe have that switch, like right. you mentioned earlier, with Medical Center North. Um, and we're very fortunate to have uh, that diversity in our economy so that we're not just mm. so uh, focused or tied to oil and gas. Still a big part of it, but it's going to be, be an interesting report. Mm -hmm. And he, he does us a huge favor of waiting until our conference, because we collaborate a lot with EDP on several things. And it's it's something where uh, uh, him announcing that and waiting till the Economic Outlook Conference is a good thing for us. Yeah. So it'll be a neat that. day. That day rounds out with an economy update from Jesse Thompson. He's going to be joining yep. us. He is from the um, the Dallas Federal Bank, the Houston branch. Yes. He's a senior economist mm -hmm. there. And so he'll be, we're going to have about 45 minutes with him where he'll just mm -hmm. kind of discuss what, what kind of trends um, they've been seeing kind of from top to bottom. So, um, and it, I talked to him, he's really going to focus too on this, how it affects the small businesses. A lot of our, oh, the seven, mm -hmm. 800 people that will be in attendance, Yes, a large, yes. almost a majority percent of that um, is our small businesses, right. our small business members. And so this is certainly an event that is not just applicable to you if you're going into an office, you know, every day mm -hmm. and, and you're watching stock reports, not at all. This this goes down to yeah. to everybody affects everybody. That that's exactly right. That um, and the vast majority of businesses in the United States are small businesses. Yeah. Not everybody's yes. a, mm -hmm. a, a Chevron or a Shell or an Exxon. But I do think sometimes that gets lost in the like economic outlook conference, and you kind of think, what does that have to? As maybe a younger person, what is it? What do I care? This is a conference that you can't. Yeah, you're miss. exactly right. And we've shown before that if you miss it you miss what's coming next, which is kind of fun. So 
I think that's it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day for all of our businesses to be involved. And I think you're right that having, no matter if you're a sole proprietor, you started your business last month, or you've got 10 employees or 100 employees or 6,000 employees, there is there's a, a good information for you. Good information. And like our uh, the theme is diverse community, we definitely have a diverse panel of speakers, mm -hmm. diverse um, mm -hmm. Just a diverse offering this year. I'm really proud. You know, looking at the just the headshots of the speakers, there's a lot of young people there. That's right. Jesse Thompson, the the senior economist, mm -hmm. coming. He's young. A lot of the panelists, the CEOs of these large big tech companies, look young. That's and right. And so it's you know it's very neat to have a U.S. congressman, mm -hmm. you know, head of a of a huge chamber, uh, the House and Ways Means Committee, down to that's right. You know. Someone that's that's probably in their thirties running a running a huge tech business. So I, I think that yep. that's also really exciting, and also can draw in uh, more mm -hmm. people. We certainly have seen that in our in our ticket sales. So if you yep. haven't already, uh, February twenty first from four to seven p.m. at the Woodlands Marriott. Oh. Go ahead. Seven thirty a.m. to one p.m. Seven thirty a.m. to one p.m. Yep. I'm sorry, I was reading about the whistle stop, which, uh, we'll, I talk know, about, which we'll talk about in a minute. We'll talk about soon. So, so many things going on. Hard to keep them track. The Hard economic outlook conference Friday, mm -hmm. February twenty first. Yep. Seven thirty a.m. to one p.m. at the Woodlands yep. Waterway Marriott Hotel and Convention Center. Get your tickets online. One hundred sixty nine dollars for members. One ninety nine for non members. That's at woodlandschamber.org/eoc. Yeah, so that's going to be a good day. And what do we have coming up after that? Is that Whistle Stop coming up after that? So five days after that, oh gosh, we will um, we'll have Whistle Stop mm -hmm. tour 2020. A chance to come out and meet the candidates. Yep. For um, that are going to be in the March 3rd primary election we mm -hmm. have coming up. Um, let's see. By the time that this comes out, we are February 5th right now. February 18th, mm -hmm. we have early voting starting. That's right. That's right. For this, so it's all kind of starting to gear up in the next next week or two, and then we'll we'll have our whistle stop tour. And you want to tell us a little bit about the whistle stop tour? Sure. You know, one of the things, one of our uh, key focus areas as a chamber is we advocate for the business community, and we do take positions on a, a lot of issues that are important to us, like um, water. Uh, roads, mm -hmm. mobility, transportation as a whole is important, mm -hmm. rail, the port, all that stuff, how we move things, we are in it. people, goods, yeah. services, how we move everything around is important. And we know that uh, the uh, that Texas is growing to the tune of like 12, 1300 people a day and moving to Texas. A lot of those people are coming to the Houston area. Mm -hmm. uh, the Montgomery County, uh, our Montgomery County is going to double in size in the next 10 to 15 ish years. So all those issues. That's, I just had to point out, what was mm -hmm. so important about passing the school bonds. Yes. Oh. This year, something that we, we did in November yes. uh, as a community. Mm -hmm. We all got together and we said, no, guys, we think that we, we need this. That's right. Um, and so... And we, it, a lot it, of people it, don't it, realize that our growing. school district grows yep. to the tune of about, um, it's I think it's around 2,000 to 2,500 students a year. Its entire elementary schools are, are schools. being brought. Yeah, that's right. And there's there's over sixty thousand students in Conroe ISD, and it's it's amazing. And we we can't uh, we can't service those with existing facilities. Right. So we have to build this on. And we as a chamber supported uh, uh, both the school bond that was in May and the mm -hmm. school bond that was passed in November. 
because again, workforce development is yep. one of the, the key areas that, that we're focused on. And you've got to have a good school. And a lot of people move here. In fact, people that, uh, I mentioned how we work with Gil Staley. Well, uh, Gil and I and other members of our community, uh, including Congressman Brady, uh, uh, State Representative uh, Toth, State Senator Brandon Creighton, uh, our County Commissioner, uh, James Nowak, our Superintendent of CISD, mm -hmm. uh, Curtis Null, and several other uh, CEOs that have their headquarters in the Woodlands, we met with Occidental. We met with the CEO of Occidental, Vicki Holub, and we talked about how important that was and how mm -hmm. important Anadarko is and was as a, as a cornerstone of the employment sure. base mm -hmm. of, of the Woodlands. And we, uh, we said, hey, not only do we want you to keep your employees in the Woodlands, we want you to move your headquarters here. The Woodlands is home to two Fortune 500 companies that are headquartered, mm -hmm. uh, Huntsman mm -hmm. and uh, formerly uh, Anadarko. Mm -hmm. Now, we know that uh, Oxy has their headquarters in downtown Houston, Greenway Plaza, right. but they are still committed to the Woodlands area. And I think us all coming together, again, it helps bring those bring those people. Uh, it helps show those people that we want uh, to show how important it is that we work together yep. and collaborate. And, and workforce is a big deal. So Whistle Stop, uh, again, that's February 26th from 4 to, four to 6, I believe. 4 to Wednesday. 7 p.m. 4 to 7. It's Lone Star College System Office, 5,000 yes. Research Drive. Mm-hmm. In the community building. In the community yep. building to yep. drill it down. Yep. Woodlandschamber.org mm -hmm. slash whistle stop. You can get all the event details. But we will have um, everyone that is running in Montgomery County mm -hmm. for all open elected official positions has been invited. Yes. And we have invited them to come and give what we call a stump speech. That's right. Old-fashioned stump, stump speech. Yeah. Whistle Stop got its name. It's an old-fashioned political mm -hmm. rally. The Chamber's been doing it every other, every mm -hmm. even year. Yes. Um, and it, it just gives us an opportunity to invite everybody, the public. You do not have to be a chamber member. We want everyone mm -hmm. to come out. If you are over 18 and you can vote, you need to come and hear what these people have to say because they're saying, I want to represent you. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we don't even know who they are. This is a really good chance to get a one-on-one -on -one time. They're going to have different booths set up throughout the community mm -hmm. building that prior to giving their speeches that you can just go up and talk to their campaign talk to them, mm -hmm. and kind of get to know what, what points and how will these decisions that they're making, what they're running for, how's it going to affect you, your family, your business, your kids' schools. Exactly. All around. It's it's um, it's something that we want definitely want you all to come. There's a ticket fee um, of mm -hmm. just $15 mm -hmm. for members, and that gets you three hours of open discussion. That's right. Um, and, and hearing these stump speeches, which are just two-minute, this is my platform, come vote yes. for me. The real treat, I think, though, is getting to, to walk around and talk. The That's networking right. that will happen, but getting to talk one-on-one -on -one with these these uh, these candidates. Yeah, yeah. politics and elections and policies are more than just the presidential election. Yeah. And I know people focus so much on that, and they should, but it's, uh, and it's not only your U.S. Senator and U.S. Congressman, but it's your state legislators, and uh, a lot of ways, you know, our county, yeah, our, our county absolutely. commissioners that local, have local. so much, mm -hmm. and, our, and our school board have school so board. much mm -hmm. effect on our local quality of life. Our township Directly. board yes. uh, members for the Woodlands. Um, and corporation is going to be That's an issue this year. That's where you feel it yep. a lot. Yeah. And, and so they, uh, people need to uh, get involved and see who's out there and engage with them. Get woke. <laughs>
Get woke. They got woke. Yeah, woke up. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's going to be uh, that's going to be a neat event, and we expect again hundreds of people to attend that. And it's going to be. Uh, we thank uh, Lone Star for sponsoring that and for hosting us. They're always great partners with us on so many different things. And it is, uh, it's a great facility, and it's really easy to get to. It's, it's just west of Gosling yeah. Road, right there on Research Forest, behind the trees, as everything is in the woodland. Behind the trees. This uh-huh. is in between the trees. That's right. The system office is behind the trees. And mm-hmm. this year, we, we moved it. It's usually a luncheon thing. We moved it yes. because we wanted more of you to be able to make it. That's right. Uh, lunches, we understand a hard time. So we four to seven. That gives you plenty of time to come mm-hmm. before you have to pick up the kids. After you've picked up the kids, dropped them off. After on your way home, yeah. there's four to seven. We want you to come. Um, even if you you miss the speeches, like I said, you get to walk around, talk to everybody that's at their yeah. um, at their booths. So there's yeah. it's a, a good window of time, and we really want you all to come on by. That's Wednesday, February 26th from 4 to 7. That's right. That's going to be a great event. And that's, again, that's uh, that's one of the ways that we meet that responsibility of advocating for the community. Not just the businesses, but for the entire community. We have, our, uh, uh, we have teams of committees uh, that are focused on advocacy issues. Uh, we've talked a lot about transportation. Uh, in fact, this Friday, uh, County Judge Mark Keogh. Yes. Is come to the chamber uh, 8 a.m. on Friday morning and talking about transportation and the development of a countywide transportation infrastructure plan, mm-hmm. which is something that we've never had as a county. And I'm looking forward to being able to come up with a list of projects that the entire county agrees are number one priority, number two, number three, number four, and so on, so that we can get those funded and, and get those identified and get those done. We, we have so much... So many people come in here, and you mentioned diversity earlier. Uh, we're such a diverse community, and we take pride in that. And I think it's something where if you're not focused on what you're going to do in the future, you're uh, you're going to get left behind. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that in- energy industry. We're uh, stuck in a lot about. of traffic in this case. That's true. That's true. Hopefully you're listening to the podcast on Woodlands Online <laughs> and you're stuck in traffic. But uh, in, in, um, following that same, uh, that, that same theme, we are also hosting a forum on water there issues. Yep. That's uh, I believe that's March seventeenth. Again, back at Lone Star. So if you find Lone Star for Whistle Stop, you can find Lone Star for the Water <laughs> Stay Forum. Stay there. <laughs> and there's no charge for the Water Forum. Again, uh, in large part because uh, Lone Star partners with us. Now, when you say water, kind of explain yeah. to us what exactly are when are we thinking about the ocean? Are we thinking about the jugs that we see in the grocery mm-hmm. store? Are we thinking about what's when we flush our toilet? Kind of explain to folks yeah. what what we're talking about here. You know, uh, we always complain about getting stuck on in traffic. Okay, yeah, we know we don't I, like traffic. And what I tell people is, if you want to resolve uh, traffic issues, then don't have any water, because if you don't have any water, nothing else will matter. Nobody's going to live here if you can't turn on the tap and and get good, reliable. Because think about water. how many times you use water throughout the day. It doesn't That's make right. sense. You can't. That's right. You're not coming to work. You're not going to school. No. We need water. And okay. industries need it. Yeah. Uh, the the petrochemical industry needs it. Uh, a lot of people use water. A lot of water in their industrial processes. Um, so is the fear that the water is going away, or what? Well, is, we we have to we have to manage water for both. Floods and droughts and usability. Uh, one thing is, uh, and I know the Woodlands Water Agency, formerly WJPA, yes. Woodlands Joint Powers Agency, 
uh, encourages people not to water your lawns. We spend right, yeah. so much of our water, I think to the tune of, uh, I'd have to check this, but I've heard before the numbers, like 80, per, 80 to 90% of our residential water usage is, sprinklers? is on our lawns. Wow. And we just Not we necessary here in Texas. It's hot. It's, it's, it's hot, hot, but you don't need water in December. Okay. And, and people are doing it. And, and we got it, and it's part of just informing people, yep. educating them when and how and why to water. Uh, you know, a lot of people overwater, which uh, doesn't encourage root growth in your grass, which means you got to water more. There we go. So it's kind of this landscaping lesson here. It, yeah, it's it's bad. It's it's uh, we have to be smart about how we use water, and uh, a lot of the water that we get is from an aquifer that is below Montgomery County. Okay. And it takes... And the, how big is it? Do we know how big the aquifer is? It, it is. I know it stretches from, um, I think, almost up to Walker County all the way down uh, into Houston. So there's a lot of people dipping their straws yeah. in not there just us. It's it not out. a woodlands It's not aquifer. just a woodlands It's not deal. a woodlands spring aquifer. It's not a... It's... That's right. So we're all using that. And we've, we've actually encouraged uh, not only the county to have a countywide water plan, because there's a lot of agencies that are involved in it, but also mm -hmm. the state, the Texas Water Development mm -hmm. Board. Uh, we have to have state, can, we have to have larger than just, and Sanders River Authority, uh, Woodlands Water Agency are great organizations, but they can't do it on their own either, because they just own a piece of the puzzle. Right. Yep. So we've got to have these overall plans where we manage, uh, how, do we, how do we manage when we have a drought? How much water can we take safely out of the aquifer? Because one of the issues is, and what we're seeing, that it takes more, once you, once the aquifer level of water drops, the water pressure drops. Okay. And you do that, when you've drilled a hole down in there and you're pulling that water out, instead of having this pressure to push the water right. out, you've got to spend a lot of money to bring that water up. And then you've also got to drill farther so down to get to it. More people involved, more costs, more, uh, much all coming costs. out of your taxes. And, and, and that's right. And we're all we all pay mud taxes, and that's how that mm -hmm. stuff is funded, and SGRA taxes. So that's a municipal utility. Municipal utility district. Okay, that's right. Mud. And so a lot of our uh, a lot of our waters managed through muds. Those, those utility districts, and you can see that on your property tax. We're making mm -hmm. a separate bill. For a utility district, and that's why you're you're funding how they're getting those water lines to you and fixing the water lines when they break, or building out new water lines for new areas. Mm -hmm. So, uh, how we manage water, how we use it, both in and how we manage floods. You know, we've had some devastating floods. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've had Harvey, the tax day floods. We've had Imelda, and Imelda in some cases was worse than Harvey yeah. for some people. Yeah, and it's just heartbreaking to see your friends get flooded out of their homes. And uh, yeah. how we manage commercial development and the rules around that. While we balance the need, you know, again, population is going to double. Okay. They've got to have places to live, places to work. Mm -hmm. But how do you do that in a way that you don't flood your neighbors, including that are both in Montgomery County, but also Harris County? Uh, you know, Lake Houston uh, and the Kingwood area just got devastated. Now, why is that? If we're expanding, why are we? Why is it then causing floods for our neighbors? So, and, uh, and this is a controversial topic, and I don't know enough about it to mm -hmm. be uh, completely uh, informed, but we all know intuitively that concrete doesn't soak up water like a, a field does or like sure. a forest does. And we're so fortunate that the woodlands was planned uh, by, um, uh, you know, by George Mitchell, people like Robert Hyman, uh, Roger Gladys, uh, who unfortunately lost this year, but a lot of those guys that built the woodlands and are still around 
they planned it and they left a lot of green spaces that allow that's why you don't see a lot of flooding in the woodlands mm. and that's why you see more flooding in surrounding areas it may not it's have kind of taken care of yeah, itself they may not have had the fortune that we had to start from a complete green space and build um and, and, and build a, a community mm -hmm. that has 120,000 people in it so but it's it's something we intuitively know that when you put down uh, concrete slabs and you put down parking lots that that water runs off of those mm -hmm. areas okay. instead of getting soaked into the ground mm -hmm. and uh, and so when you have a lot of runoff that water is all going to flow down to the gulf of mexico somehow and it's going to get into streams and creeks spring creek okay. and it's going to fill those up sooner it's going to fill them up faster it's going to send all that stuff down towards like houston and south and and then out through the gulf and i know uh Harris County is working on Lake Houston. The issue is we've got to get, when we do have a flood, we've got to have all these different agencies and counties working, working together, together yep. so that we can get that water moving out into the Gulf as fast as possible and not bottleneck somewhere and then flood people out for, for days and days. So that's what this forum is going to be, the Water Forum. That's right. March 17th. That's right. That we were talking about. We're going to kind of get bring everybody, like we just said, yep. bring everybody in the same mm -hmm. room. Um, and, and to kind of talk about some of the projects, some of the ideas that, that they have going on, make sure that we're all heard and that we're advancing together That's right. with each other's interests in mind. And, and we take pride in our organization as a chamber that we convene the right people, people in the right. room. And uh, that's one of the things I think we are all most proud of yep. is that we get the right people in the room and we have a, and I know this is hard these days, but we have a civil and respectful discussion. People can get no, really I've emotional seen it. about I've stuff. seen it. Yeah. It's it's something that it's yeah. it's like a little magic, a little chamber magic. That's right. That, That's right. That kind of has uh, yeah. we we bring the chamber connection mm -hmm. uh, together. But no, I've seen these meetings being conducted, and and they mm -hmm. sure are impressive because it's it's everybody. It's everybody has a seat at our table. Everybody does. In whatever respective right. industry or meeting that we're, we're focusing mm -hmm. on. I've seen it with the roadways, yep. now with the water. Um, so this is going to be definitely a good a good form to just come and get informed. Mm -hmm. If you had to ask the same questions that I just did about groundwater and flooding, this might be a good meeting yep. for you. It's not anything that's too advanced for anybody. It can certainly be an introduction. Mm -hmm. Come and see the people that are representing you when mm -hmm. it comes to, to water and who the companies are and just kind of get a feel for it if you're you're not totally submerged in the world. Submerged. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> well played. There's Warren. something well played. there's something for everybody here at this forum too. Yeah. And it's again it is a literally a foundational element yeah. to our survival yeah. and if if you have too much of it, it's bad. If you have too little of it, it's bad. There's a, and it's got to be um, efficiently managed, and it's got to be done the right way, and we want to encourage people to do that. Okay. So it's March 17th, mm -hmm. Lone Star System Office again. All right, we have talked about voting. Yes. Voting. We've talked about Economic Outlook Conference. We've talked about our advocacy activities to include the Water Forum and... Uh, gosh, that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the things we've got going on. The that's what we have going on. Well, that's that's what we have going on February and March. Then yep. we're going to look forward to in April. We have a job fair, April twenty first, community that's job right. fair back that's at. Right. Um, well, this is Lone Star Montgomery campus, Correct. but we have our, our up job on two forty two. That's it. Yeah. Yep. 
beautiful campus. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think looking toward May 16th, we have our Health Wellness Fitness That's right. tour, that's uh, right. not tour, exposition. Yep. Uh, that will be at Market Street um, on the lawn, and that's always a good, fun mm -hmm. family Saturday, 10 to 2. And that, that's a great uh, event, again, focusing on... Uh, on uh, with our health and, and, and uh, health and uh, wellness community mm -hmm. that is beyond just the hospitals. Oh yeah, it's it's gyms, it's nutrition, it's, it's the smoothie and juice shop. It's all that yep. stuff that all all together that uh, chiropractors. Yep, chiropractors that help us uh, all be healthy. And mm -hmm. I love my chiropractor. They keep. I keep breaking myself and going in and they fix me and I don't know what I do without them. And so. we have America's ER is always a big supporter That's right. of the, the Health and Wellness Fitness Expo and they come out with the Teddy Bear Clinic. Oh, everybody and loves the Teddy everyone Bear Everyone loves Clinic. the Teddy Bear Clinic and I think the Teddy uh -huh. Bear Clinic will certainly be back again this year. So yep. there's something again for everybody for most of the events that we have going on. Yep. Don't, uh, you know, don't dismiss it. Get to, get to know it. There's always going to be a lot of people there, somebody mm -hmm. to talk to and something to learn. It, that that's true. We we really work hard to make sure that these events have a broad appeal. Mm -hmm. We have uh, over fifteen hundred members at the chamber. We're the largest business organization in the entire Houston area. That's and a lot. So it's a lot. That's a lot to say. It's, fifteen. It's I mean, bunch. think about fifteen hundred different businesses. Can you name even ten right off the? There you go. We could, but fifteen hundred. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's a large amount of uh, of groups that that say, yeah, I need to be a part of this one. That's right. Out of all of Houston, so. and we uh, it's. You know, they say one of the downfalls is to be all things to all people. So we have to be uh, focused and careful yeah, how we do that. Absolutely. But I think we've been successful thanks to our, our staff, thanks to our volunteers. Our volunteers. Uh, yeah, you just can't. Yes, that we, we couldn't be a chamber without them. And it just wouldn't work. I mean, like, you know, I said, we're a nonprofit organization and we don't staff up. We don't hire people right. to do all these events. There's less than 10 of us on staff. That's right. And, and we rely so much on volunteers. We could not do it without mm -hmm. them. And it's fun. Uh, I started my career in the chamber being a volunteer and, and uh, always believed in the chamber mission, but also always enjoyed meeting people that work for chambers. Mm -hmm people that were involved in chambers and people that were members because we, uh, again, it's, it's kind of that chamber magic that you mentioned earlier that we come together, yeah. we convene people, we talk about important issues, but we also have fun events. You know, we have the taste of the town, we have the chairman's health and ball. wellness, we have chairman's <laughs> ball. We have, you have time where you can get together, get to know people and create relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want to be just a transactional trading business card organization. Sure. Yeah. We want you to get to know each other. Um, the Woodlands, I tell people, is is the smallest, uh, you know, big town you'll know. It's got right. a very neighborly yeah. feel, and people want to know people and, and do business with people that they have a relationship yeah. with. People do business yeah. with people that they know. That's right. That's right. Or they've been referred to. Or been referred to. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, I can't tell you how many uh, uh, friends I've made at the chamber that have grown into, started with personal relationships, but then grew into business relationships. Mm -hmm. My insurance. You trust them. You trust them. Yeah. I also know if something goes wrong, I'm going to see them. You know, I'll see them on a, <laughs> see at a breakfast the meeting. I'll, I'll see my chiropractor yeah. at, at, uh, at, at, uh, uh, at our breakfast meeting and go, oh, you know, my back hurts. And they uh, even, they've even adjusted me in the office because they're there. It, it's, it's, again, it's uh, uh, the Woodlands 120,000 people, but it's a really great community to be in. Absolutely. So it's, a lot of, it's a lot of fun. So we will be doing Between the Trees mm -hmm. every Wednesday now. We'll have some uh, some different guests on yep. that, that kind of stand out throughout the 
throughout the year, throughout the episodes, and they'll mm -hmm. be here with JJ most of the times. Um, That's right. So if you have anybody that you want to see on, um, if you want to come on as a guest, yeah, let us know. Let us know. That's a great idea. Info at woodlandschamber.org. Send us an email and let us know or drop a line in the comments. Mm -hmm. uh, let us know that you want to come on and, and talk. Where This is a, a new show. And we're, we're open and excited to, to be talking to you all. Yeah, this has been a, this has been a good first uh, run for us, I think. Yay. Mm -hmm. We did it. We survived. 